Welcome to episode 17, everyone. If you just joined, I'm Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram, and this is Robin at a tired witch on Instagram. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> You are new here. Um, every single week we talk about upcoming lunar phases. If you listened to last week's episode, we talked about the blue moon because there was, you know, overlap and crossover because it's been eight months and we finally had to talk about something else. But we're back on track. So <laughs> we're back on the game. And upcoming lunar phase is on October 16th, which is the new moon in Libra. And the new moon in Libra is a pretty balanced new moon. It's a time where we can bring kind of a new level of maturity, balance, level-headedness to things in our life that need new beginnings, like partnerships and uh, I'm thinking the word here, legal matters. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so essentially, Libra is a very balanced sign in general. It associates heavily with the justice card. Um, that is their tarot card. And with it is the same sort of thing. It's about things, you know, being mature, level headed, going our way. And with the new moon in Libra, we can bring this energy of focusing on finding balance within kind of earthly matters. Now, that being said, there's a very real situation going on for this poor new moon, (laughs) which is (laughs) the pure chaos that is the current astrological, uh, uh, I don't know, weather report. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the climate. The climate, yeah. (laughs) So we're still in Mars retrograde, first of all. That doesn't end until American Voting Day, November 3rd. And as we recall from before, (laughs) that is really kind of breaking down uh, repressed anger, I guess you could say. Uh, I know we've talked Mm -hmm. about this before, but it's basically any kind of resentment, untalked about anger and just kind of how we express ourselves is Mm -hmm. going to be more vitriolic because of that. Now, I know what you're saying. Okay, so that's going to be angry for New Moon Libra. We'll try to avoid it. But <laughs> on Tuesday of this week, so today is what? Today's the 14th? Yeah. yeah. So we're recording today the 14th, so it would have been the 13th. Um, Mercury retrograde also started, which also lasts until November 3rd. I find it not coincidental that both of them end <laughs> on American Voting Day. Um, <laughs> it sounds like pure hell for all of us. <clears throat> Uh, and so yes. Mercury retrograde now brings in another layer of communication issues where we can find that how we communicate with people is broken down. And so things like mail getting lost, uh, computers breaking. <laughs> Which is so great. <laughs> so great yeah. for election day. <laughs> so great. So we've got this kind of, yeah, it's like this layer of poor expression met with mm-hmm. actually having like lost communication issues 
uh, all while we're trying to maintain a balanced new beginning. So all I'm going to say is set great intentions, but be realistic about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's it is an astrological hurricane. So <laughs> <laughs> I do feel though that while like you know crazy stuff is happening externally, ever mm-hmm. since like. Um, Mercury retrograde happened. It seems like to be counteracting like some of the Mars aggression. I don't know if that's yeah. just me. It might just be me, but it is a lot calmer. I mean, I don't know. it's very strange. Yeah, I'm hoping that you're right about that. I did not actually yesterday pay attention to the internet at all. So I actually have missed any kind of like Mars aggression counter balance but i'm hoping you're right because it has been a month (laughs) (laughs) so many angry people so many angry people everybody needs to just breathe So, if you just started listening to us, every podcast we talk about a random tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of the cards. Hearing others' opinions helps beginners form their own opinions or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. So, this week we're talking about the High Priestess. On the Rider Waite Smith deck, you see our lovely priestess sitting on a throne. <laughs> Behind her is a body of water, which seems to flow from the back of the card to the front because her dress is part of the water. There is a curtain decorated with you know, forbidden fruit full of knowledge and two pillars, one light and one dark. Our high priestess wears a crown representing um the moon cycles and the mother maiden in the crone. And a crescent moon lies at her feet. The universal meaning of this card is about using our hidden knowledge to our benefit and to trust our instincts. Uh, For myself, I think this card is far more spiritual than the Hierophant. The Hierophant, which I'm sure we will go over in the future, is a figure who has received his knowledge from outside sources, while the High Priestess is a figure that turns her past experiences and traumas into knowledge to help guide herself forward on her spiritual journey. She forges her own unique path. Just like the Hierophant, though, she shares her knowledge and experiences with others because she realizes there is power and truth in those experiences, even the bad ones. She's ruled by the moon, so she acknowledges life's ebbs and flows, that life and its cycles are a learning process, and... Each aspect of life, each cycle has something new to teach us. Her darkness, sadness, and anger and loss is as much part of her as her happiness, joy, and success. These experiences have shaped her into who she is today. She knows no matter what, even if she's ebbing or flowing, that she is magic and powerful and capable of change and inner strength. You see these fruit behind her, which represent, you know, the forbidden fruit, There are so many forces out there not wanting you to step into your power or to reclaim your power from situations that have taken it from you. And the high priestess says, basically, you know, screw that, reclaim it. You know, it's like very big queen of swords and emperor energy. 
So mm-hmm. how do you think this card, Robin Deer? So you saying like the Emperor, the Queen of Swords, all that was kind of what I was going to touch mm-hmm. base on is that for me, the High Priestess is the divine feminine to the Hierophant's divine masculine, where the, divi- mm-hmm. the divine masculine gets his information from outside sources, from, you know, God, his community, whatever. The mm-hmm. divine feminine that is the high priestess, the intuition is all is there. It's already within. It's within our within us. And that essentially we just need to listen. So whenever I get the high priestess in a reading, it's very much so that you already know the answer. You're just not listening. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes when I have clients and they ask me questions about things and I get the high priestess, it's like, you already know, you know what I mean? You already know what the correct answer is here. And I get that you're coming to me for like clarification and validation on that. Mm-hmm. But the high priestess has shown up to tell you that I am not needed in this equation. You already have all the answers that you seek. You just need to believe in yourself, listen to yourself and trust yourself. Mm-hmm. I believe that because there's so many answers from like our past experiences and Mm -hmm. things that we have learned along the way. You just have to believe in yourself. Like I totally, I love your interpretation. And and and, like I, regardless if you identify as a witch, a mystic, anything like that, um, Mm -hmm. I think intuition is within all of us. And yes, some of us are more tapped into that than others, but the intuition is within all of us some of us just choose to listen more than others and so yeah the the answer's already there you just gotta open your eardrums up (laughs) open them up This week, we are talking about a topic that I've actually been talking about on Instagram a lot this month, um, budget-friendly witch tips. And before we get into this, um, I know those of you who follow me on Instagram are probably like, Robin, really? We're talking about this again? And the answer is yes, we are talking about this again. (laughs) Uh, I never in a million years thought that I was going to be dragged so mercilessly for suggesting that poor people or not even poor people, just people on a budget deserve to have access to witchcraft. And although I know that I oftentimes stand on a soapbox of being ethical and trying to get as much ethically sourced stuff as we possibly can, mm-hmm. the, you, the ethically sourced things and being as mindful as humanly possible does come at a point of privilege. And there is no denying that, for example, like the crystals I sell in my shop, that is a privileged thing to have more expensive crystals because they are ethically sourced. And we have to recognize that that is a privilege and that it's okay to have that privilege, but not everyone has it. And shaming people because they can't afford, you know, the hand poured small business soy wax prayer candle is not only deplorable, but unacceptable for our community. And we need to raise the bar higher than that. Yes, buying things from botanicas, buying things that are ethically sourced are so important. But the fact of the matter is, is that is not always accessible for every single Mm -hmm. person. And that doesn't mean that they should not get to 
be a witch or be practicing their spirituality because it doesn't fit your sort of idea of what is good and what is bad. (laughs) Because how, for example, how can they help themselves get out of a situation potentially with magic that would put them to a position of being more financially secure if they can't afford the candles to begin with? (laughs) Exactly. I completely agree. I really think, like, as you said, you know, be as ethical as possible, but not everything is possible. Just do, like, you doing your part is doing the best that you can. Exactly. you need it, like, don't discredit other witches. Like, when you do that and you say, oh, you shouldn't do that because you should, you know, just not practice at all if you can't afford it. You know, that's coming from, as you said, like, a a place of privilege. privilege. And also, you're... Yeah, I know. I like (laughs) (laughs) and ego. I mean, we've talked about ego over and over again, Mm -hmm. and you need to make sure you keep that ego in check because you're going to make newer witches feel like they can't practice because they're on a tired budget. But I feel like it makes you, the person saying it, look very ugly, and it makes anyone who's associating with it look very ugly because you talk about things like you know, oh, well, we have to do this and we have to do that to be respectful. And I understand that. And Mm -hmm. I don't disagree in the slightest bit. There are things that you have to tread a certain way to be respectful and Mm -hmm. not be appropriative, for example. Um, However, Mm -hmm. there is a big difference between respecting people's cultures and shitting on people that don't have money. And I find it completely deplorable. And I never in all my years did I think I was going to have to sit here and talk on a podcast about treating people of a lower income with respect. It's just it's unacceptable. It is not okay to shit on people like that. And it is absolutely not okay to use that as some sort of soapbox to, you know, project a you have to do this, you have to do that. Because as we've talked about many times, magic in general looks different for all people. There are no quote rules. And Mm -hmm. low key, fuck you for making people that are of a lower income feel bad because they can't go spend $50 on a candle. Fuck you. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) So on that little... (laughs) Uh, asterisk. <laughs> em, what are some budget tips you want to share? <laughs> so, I am a big fan of thrift shopping, especially for like altar decorations. I mean, you can find like candle holders and you can find, you know, shelves, anything. And sometimes, you know, you can find a cauldron, an mm-hmm. offering cup, a serving bowl. But, you know, most Goodwills and thrift shops actually sell candles that people mm-hmm. haven't used. This is or a like great way to be <laughs> yeah, or lightly use. <laughs> Just cleanse. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> this is a great way, you know, to pick up some dirt cheap candles. Also, sometimes you uh, the bubble, but sometimes <laughs> string is involved in different spells. Like if mm-hmm. you were making a witch's ladder or doing a knot spell, thrift shops actually sell yarn people have left over from projects. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go out and buy a whole thing of yarn of a certain yeah. color for a spell you're going to do once. Yeah, and got, uh, I am, what's that stuff too? The embroidery, embroidery thread usually. Yeah, like yeah, just is that like, what that's called? Thread. <laughs> I think it's just thread, right? 
Right? It's like the thick Maybe? thread, though, that has like eight different cords in it. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I know I'm, what you're talking about. Yeah. Perfect. I, yeah. yeah. You yeah. usually have that, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a big fan of reusing jars. I save almost all my food jars to use for spells <laughs> and even reuse jars after spells. I rarely <laughs> bury a whole jar. Instead, I like to bury the contents of the jar so the spell will continue to grow. I, I just that. Yeah. And I just rinse it out and use it for a new spell eventually. Um and, you know, we have spoken time and time again about utilizing library. You do not have to buy all your books. Take advantage of the library's online ebook system. Just make sure you're taking notes of the important bits that or parts that resonate deeply with you so you have it on hand in the future. Yeah. 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 I agree 100%. Um, for me, actually going off what Maria just said with the library... Mm -hmm. researching local foliage local you know plant life and this isn't to suggest that you need to go trekking through the woods and like forage you know wild onions to use <laughs> but your your backyard your local park probably has a bunch of foliage in it that is a hundred percent free <laughs> and that you can utilize in magic so why aren't you uh i know we've talked about this before but building your own correspondence comes off of learning the land and learning what's in your area Mm -hmm. um, and how we can utilize that and how we can, you know, how, so yes, how was it used maybe magically, but also was, it does have medicinal properties. If it has medicinal properties, what were those for? And can we apply that to magic? Um, did are the original settlers of that land or the original native people of that land, you know, use this plant for anything particular like building a house or something like that, that then you can utilize that as, okay, so this, I don't know, this shrub was used to fill the insides of houses for, for shelter. So now I can associate mm -hmm. it with protection, let's say, um, and these yeah. are the sort of things that you need to start researching because not only does it make it accessible and make it free, but in my mm -hmm. personal opinion, building your own correspondence off of the land that you live on is always going to be stronger than something you read in a book. Um, 100%. And there's nothing wrong with what you read in books. I personally think that baseline correspondence is super important to know. Mm -hmm. But as we evolve as witches learning the land, learning how to use a lot, utilize that is super important. I completely agree. Um, not all witches will agree with me on this, but I feel that if you are like really good at visualization and meditation, then you can always make your own altar when meditating, like, you know, in that space of meditation you can not only create a special place for you to practice but also when you can do spell work this way as so you can also do spell work this way as well but as i said you have to be quite adept at visualization to get this <laughs> down pat but it is an option yeah absolutely um uh, I know that our friend, our mutual friend, Stephen, I believe, has talked about doing exactly that before in the past in his own practice. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that that's absolutely br brilliant. And it's also really good for people that are in the closet, in the broom closet. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I do it quite often for on-the-go spells. Like, I oh, do it... Them. 
yeah what like if i'm out and about and i need a spell real quick and mm-hmm. i'm pretty good at visualization so why not <laughs> she's a prepared queen i am i know Thank that i talked about this uh in my instagram post but the dollar store is your best friend um every mm-hmm. single dollar store dollar tree Poundland, all that they're all slightly different and so mm-hmm. I know that when I posted my videos about the Dollar Tree, people were like, yours is so nice. And really, I think that's just because we live in a really small town, so there's less people to destroy it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Because, like, I know when I lived in San Francisco, like, you would not catch my ass in the Dollar Store because I was not trying to get hepatitis. Um. (laughs) but luckily also the dollar store you can actually buy stuff in like kind of in bulk on their site so yeah you can get like seven day candles for um like i think it's a 10 pack for ten dollars yeah i think so i don't know and especially (laughs) right now for people that are listening to this episode like at the same time that it's you know live or whatever currently Mm -hmm. the dollar store has got black seven day candles whether you get that online or you go in to your local shop whatever because of halloween so like i say go buy like five of them (laughs) you're not gonna need them right now maybe but you'll have them if you do need it because black seven day candles are really hard to find and I'm actually already regretting only buying one, and I'm probably going to go back and buy some more today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I Um, actually need some. Yeah, they have black seven-day candles right now. You can't beat it. Like, 10 out of 10. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the Dollar Store, the Dollar Tree, Poundland, all that uh, are incredible. And I know that the top comment that I got about the spice section at the Dollar Tree was that it's not organic. And while that is true, like, and first and foremost, again, not everyone can afford organic in life in general. Um, Mm -hmm. But you're also not consuming these, or at least you shouldn't be. Let's talk about that. Um, (laughs) I know I've said this before with the oils I sell in my shop. Please don't consume some of these things. Like, please make sure it's safe. Um, and especially if you're just doing things like burning it, dressing your candles, these sort of things, why can't you use the accessible kind? The, the fact of the matter is, is our ancestors did not have botanicas, did not have supermarkets, did not Mm -hmm. uh, have mercados, did not have any of these things to go to and just like pick up whatever spice they want or herb they want. Mm -hmm. The modern herb trade didn't even exist until 1910 um yeah so the the this ideation that you know you have to buy only organic and it has to be the greatest thing in the whole wide world is kind of disrespectful to our ancestors to be perfectly honest with you um yeah i completely agree because most of the time you're also buying the name of the brand 100% 100% and I think that shitting on people because they're buying an affordable kind is ugly it looks ugly on you and it is really disrespectful to any kind of spiritual practice that came before us in your like ancestry Mm -hmm. wheelhouse uh it's just it's not a thing I know that um we Marie and I both follow somebody named Sabrina Scott 
Um, mm-hmm. And she had a whole thing for a while. This was like a year ago that I loved, which was trash roses. Like saving flowers <laughs> out of trash bins that were like not dead dead, but like clearly somebody was given it as a gift and threw it out the next day. Yeah. Um, and raising that on her altar. And I loved that. <laughs> That's such a good idea. Especially if you like, live like in a city and you actually yeah. see it. I I had never thought about that before. And as soon as um, Sabrina had mentioned it, it was like it clicked for me in my brain. Um, that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, also, I think I just called Sabrina a she and... Sabrina goes by they, them. So I want to correct myself on that if I did say it. <laughs> so my mistake, sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so overall, I think it's about utilizing what you have available to you mm-hmm. and, you know, being resourceful. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. what our ancestors did, regardless of their spiritual background. So yeah, and be kind. Be kind to lower budget witches who have to stick to a budget. There's please. nothing wrong with it. Like shitting on them because they have to, sh- you know, stick to a budget only makes you look like a fool, a clown. Enough. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Enough. So, Maria, what's stirring your cauldron this week? So, (laughs) I have been loving making spell jars, and I literally just talked about this on my BuzzFeed interview, so. (laughs) She's obsessed with herself. (laughs) Oh, actually, before you continue, um, wait, 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 wait. Before you continue telling us about how much you love spell jars, everyone listening to this (laughs) should know that Maria was just interviewed for a BuzzFeed video. Very exciting. Um, Everyone kiss her on the nose. Um, yay, <laughs> Anyway, spell jars, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'm usually really into, like, candle magic, but I have felt, like, this pull to create these, you know, like, little magical worlds filled with my intention and glass jars that, you know, I have laying around the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I love the whole ritual of putting together one, you know, cleansing the bottles with incense smoke and writing out intentions, adding herbs and oils that correspond with the spell and covering it with moon water, storm water, or more oil. It's just so meditative and calming. And, you know, like, unlike candles which burns down and there's nothing really left of it with a jar you actually you know have proof of your spell work and it gets to sit up on your altar which is honestly such a great reminder to keep like putting your external energy into the spell work Mm -hmm. overall you know it's just like a very like personal experience making one and i'm here for it i love Uh, that i love making spell jars too (laughs) i think it's fun (laughs) Yeah, and they look so pretty. Like, you can make them look so pretty. And, like, they're not expensive. Just as I mentioned in, you know, the previous thing we talked about, use food jars. Use, you know, you usually have, like, olive oil. Use olive oil, you know, as one of the oils if you don't have EOs. And (laughs) Again, go to the dollar store. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, dollar store.
So, Robin, what is not stirring your cauldron this week? Well, bitch, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to talk about someone without saying their name. Um, and I feel like if those of you are listening um, are on TikTok, you will know exactly who I'm talking about without saying their name. So that's all that matters. There is, in general, a growing number of older witches, and by older, I mean in their 50s and 60s, that mm. are desperate for attention and validation from minors on the internet within our community. And, you know, there's a reason, for example, that they've this particular person I'm thinking of has had to have like seven accounts at this point because they keep getting banned because not only are they trying to get validation from minors, but they are being hostile and bullying minors within our community. And I find it completely deplorable and disgusting. Um, mm -hmm. I know Marie and I have talked about this before in the past about predators within our community. And although when you hear the word predator, you might think of somebody who is trying to sexually take advantage of somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, but predators come in a variety of forms, including taking 100%. your energy, mm -hmm. taking your energy, um, uh, trying to be within your community and manipulate you emotionally. <laughs> yeah. Trying um, to make you join like one of those witchcraft cults. Yeah. hundred percent. And <laughs> there, this particular person that I'm thinking of is a older woman who mm -hmm. has started a bunch of shit on TikTok. Um, I believe that they're on other platforms as well, but they have really taken off on TikTok. And all of their followers are, or the majority of them, are very young. And all I want to say is, if a grown adult <laughs> uh, is starting shit with literal teenagers online... Perhaps this is not somebody you should be going to for any kind of advice, mentorship, or otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's completely fucking disgusting. I think it, I have this particular person blocked because I was sick to my back teeth of seeing them on my For You page because that is not for me. I'm not here for teenage drama coming out of the mouth of a 55-year-old woman. Um mm -hmm. I find it deplorable, and all I want to say is predators come in a variety of shapes and sizes in our community. It's not one size fits all, and somebody who is manipulating you, um, being argumentative mm -hmm. with children, <laughs> um, and also seeking the validation exclusively from children should be mm -hmm. a massive red flag. Um, and similarly, if they keep getting banned, it's not because they're a witch. I'm a witch. Maria's a witch. I, mm -hmm. I've i been on TikTok for over a year now, it seems like, or pretty darn close, and I've never been banned um, because yeah. I am not starting fights and bullying actual children. And somebody who is doing that is not somebody you should be taking spiritual counsel from in any <laughs> variety. <laughs> I just um, was people like our age or older. It's just like, how do you have the time or the energy to be that because like they're negative emotional vampires? That's all they know. It's crazy. Like I just could not imagine 
cannot imagine. It's so wrong. And like, you know, we should be helping like cultivate people to be like, you know, doing their practices in the right way in, you know, not like overly positive way, but in a positive way. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I debated Uh. saying this particular person's name on the podcast, and I decided against it because I, they thrive on drama. Mm -hmm. And if I don't need more attention, it's going to come up and I'm sure they search themselves. um, And then they're going to send their little 200,000 literal children um, to attack the podcast to attack us and they have that right to do that. But instead, I would like to implore you guys who are listening, you know, to consume your guidance, your help, etc. Um, with mm-hmm. a critical eye. And if somebody keeps getting their stuff blocked, keeps starting drama, keeps being manipulative, this particular person who's a fucking turf um, keeps doing shit like this. Perhaps they're not someone to take any form of advice or mentorship from because Mm -mm. there is something fundamentally wrong with someone in their fifties who bullies a child or I'm sorry, many children. (laughs) Um, That's so horrible. It's horrible and disgusting. And if you're listening and you're on TikTok and you know who I'm talking about, um, you know, I just recommend taking it, you know, in stride and potentially just ignoring them. I have them blocked because I don't want to see their stuff. And I'm not saying yeah. you should block them. I'm not trying to tell you what you should do, but I <coughs> excuse me. But I do think that you should consume with, you know, critical eye. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. I mean, go follow accounts like Robin or Glitter <laughs> in the Dirt. Like they're, you know, you guys I mean, are amazing you can, I mean, and I you make amazing they, content. I don't want to tell people that they can't follow this person because I think that that would be manipulative of myself um, after I'm sat here preaching about being, you know, this person being manipulative. But I do feel like we should all consume content on the internet with a critical eye. And that doesn't mean that you need to go and be vitriolic on their page. Just quietly observe and decide, you know, maybe (laughs) this person keeps having their account deleted because they're being abusive. And that's something to just consider is all I'm saying. Yeah, completely. If you just joined us with this episode, every week we talk about creators that we are loving in this moment, people that we've organically found on the internet, and with that comes my every week disclaimer of don't DM us asking to be on here. These are people that we've just found on our own that we think that you might enjoy. They're not paid ads. They're not paid promotions. Please stop. Stop asking us. Uh, I've just I every week I say don't do this. Every week people go, hey, you want to you want to put me on your podcast? I'll pay you. No, stop it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so Maria. Oh yeah. Well, first, first, first. Do you want? So oh, you have something yes. special coming out. I you do have special, something but super special I, coming out. 
we're still going to talk about other creators. I don't want to make it about me. But I am really excited because I finally got to announce my book, Magical Tarot, which is a like deep dive into the esoteric symbolism and the major arcana and how we can apply that knowledge to use it as a magical tool and actually going mm-hmm. back to budget-friendly witch tips <laughs> if you only had a tarot deck that's kind of the whole point of the book <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i've got pre-orders so if you are listening and you want to pre-order my book it comes out may 11th and it's in my bio on instagram you can click it i'm so <laughs> proud of you thank so you. proud <laughs> round of applause thank you thank you <laughs> I'm very excited about it. I'm trying to not be too annoying about it now because it does come out on May 11th. So I'm going to get more annoying. I know as time goes by. So I promise I won't bring it up again for a few months, everyone. (laughs) Don't believe her. She'll bring it up every time. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So, okay, let's get back on track. Thank you for letting me say that. Maria, who's the first shop that you are loving right now? Okay, so I am actually loving a deck that I just recently got, and it's Madame Lydia's Wilhelmina's Tarot. I think I said that correctly. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but it's by Addict Cartomancy. Um, they're uh-huh. on Instagram, and they have a website and all that. And it's just, it's a beautiful deck. Uh, it has... Halloween influences and it's vintage imagery. It's Mm -hmm. like I really love decks that use like collage art, you know, Uh like they take from other art pieces and make it like something spooky. I mean, it's just beautiful and I love it. She sent me one too. It's like literally so pretty. (laughs) It's so so pretty. It is like a perfect like collage of like heads. Victorian. Yeah, me too. It's a perfect collage of like Victorian imagery with like spookiness. And it reminds me a lot mm-hmm. of uh, what's it called? The Haunted Mansion. Like, you know, the paintings in the Haunted Mansion. Yes, 100%. That's, what it reminds me of. That's why I, I love think it's it so, so pretty. <laughs> My favorite card in the deck is the Three of Cups. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's so oh, pretty. I, and I like that cups. each. That's so pretty. It's yeah. so pretty, and I love that each suit kind of has like a color coordinated theme, but it's subtle. Do you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, <clears throat> oh yeah, pentacles. Everything is kind of got like a brownie vibe. Cups has like a blue vibe. I th- is it swords or wands? One of them has like an all red vibe. It's very I cool. Think I really wands. like it. Maybe. Oh, I really <laughs> yeah. like it. It is. Now, the cardstock is a little thin, but I have shuffled with it and have how I normally shuffle. I'm I can normally shuffle it and it's not like bending the cards overly. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's holding up. Right. But it's definitely yeah. thinner, but not the thinnest I've ever used. <clears throat> yes. It's cough, definitely like indie deck. anatomy. Cough. <laughs> <laughs> literally but, the thinnest yeah, deck in, so. it, in the world you like exhale <laughs> on antique anatomy and it's like i'm bent into an irreparable state <laughs> oh no <laughs> i don't own that one yet so i can't say anything so towards thin. it but uh, <clears throat> but who are you loving i am yeah. actually loving a photographer on instagram called light underscore witch 
I am obsessed. I am obsessed. It's like this 60s kind of grunge vibe that is very, it's very 60s inspired. There's nudity. Like Love Witch. Yeah, like Love Witch. It is, there's nudity, but it's done in a really tasteful way. Um, it it's nudity, just but tasteful uh, <laughs> nudity but make it art <laughs> um <laughs> it's really beautiful like it's so pretty i'm obsessed with it um i have to take some photos for myself soon and i was telling my husband i was like can we do them that are inspired by this account and he's just like uh we can try i guess <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's so beautiful i love their choice of color play i love the fact that they are using images that are kind of classically occult without being over yes. the top you know what i mean mm-hmm. i i'm just obsessed with it i want framed prints and i honestly want to buy some like i might of their artwork so i can put it in my house because i'm just absolutely obsessed it is stunning like 10 out of 10 every single image so yeah so beautiful we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we hope to see you on october 30th for our 18th episode where we will have a special guest for Samhain. um we're gonna have raven from magic memes on who we both love yes, so much love her. <laughs> <laughs> so keep an eye out on our instagrams and on our twitter if you don't already follow us on twitter we are coffee cauldrons for more information or even better joining us on our discord tier which is first coven on patreon so we can answer your questions next time you'll even get to hear our lovely voices for an additional 30 minutes for being on our patreon tier the casting tier and up (laughs) again this is coffee and cauldrons with Robin at a tired witch on Instagram and Maria at Maria the arcane on Instagram. (laughs) All right. You ready? This is the one we're going to get it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Even with the lag, we're going to get it. (laughs) One, 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 two, three, three. It's never going to (laughs) happen. (laughs) 